Zach, and Gerard, host of Omega Just Talk, broadcasting live each week on Mondays at 8 p.m. Central from FBRN Studios in Bedford, Texas. Log on to hear the news, weather, sports, and our hot topic of the day. So be sure to log on each week on Monday at 8 to 9 p.m. Central to catch the Omega Just Talk. Jump in. Are we on? Hey, welcome to the Omega Gents Talk. I'm Zach, and this is Mr. Farmer. Welcome, welcome. Glad to be here. Um, so, Mr. Farmer, uh, how have you been? We haven't seen you in a while, or I, we haven't been on here in a while. How, how have you been? I've been well. I've been well. You know, getting into the swing of the new year. Now mm-hmm. we're a month in, get, making adjustments and, you know, doing my thing. That's good. That's good. How was your uh, Valentine's Day? It was good. Um <laughs> I waited too late to make a, a reservation. Don't do oh, this. Yeah. So, but I was able to get into a restaurant. That's good. I found a restaurant. We were, we, we were able to eat in the bar area, mm. and I was able to save Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Always make a reservation, young man. Always make a reservation. You like you waited to the day of and then started looking or like? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I thought I was going to have to work late, ended up having some clients cancel. So then we were able to go out to dinner, and but I didn't have a reservation. So, mm-hmm. But I, I made it happen. I made it happen. Okay. Uh, quick question about Valentine's Day, actually. Um, people like my age, like 17, 16, how much do you think they should be spending on Valentine's Day? That's a very good question. I, I think there are a number of factors. I was going to actually ask you. Oh, okay. Um, how much you think you should spend on Valentine's Day? Okay, I um, I think it depends on whether you have a job. Do you mm-hmm. have a job? Right. So you have income coming in. Yeah, that matters. And then we we've we've talked on here about money and saving and all of that stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. what percentage of your income do you have to spend? And do stuff you like want that? your weekly income? And then how significant of the relationship is it? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I spent about thirty dollars for flowers for my mom. Okay. Um, so I, th- I didn't think that was too bad, mm-hmm. but I have a job, so it's okay for me to be able to spend that like amount of money. But I feel like if you don't have a job and you do have money saving up, um, you could get like a smaller gift. It doesn't have to be $30. Um, just make sure you're still budgeting right and saving your money. Well, that's interesting. Cause you, you were taking care of mom. What if you had a, yeah, a if, you have a, if you have a, relationship uh-huh then things get a little more expensive okay what are we talking what's the budget for that maybe another fifty dollars maybe what, what's gonna get you what what is that fifty dollars gonna get you uh you got to take them out okay when you uh, say out what are we talking about be specific um it depends on the relationship or like who how y'all like to spend time together okay um i know some people like to go on picnics or go out to eat all right. Um, some people like to do more physical things. Like, uh, I have a friend of mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Physical things. Okay. I have a friend of mine who, um, their relationship, they play basketball a lot because they both grew up playing basketball. Okay. So that, that's what they do all the time. All right. Mm. So mm. is this like a going out to McDonald's after school type no, of situation? No, no, I feel like it's more of like a, you have to plan this out in advance. But you yeah. have make it fell on a Tuesday, right? <laughs> yeah. So you know I'm a I'm a psychologist, right? Okay. So I was talking to one of my students about this, and he um, and and I work with students, children, adolescents, etc. 
and we were talking about it and I was I was saying the same thing I just told you, but if you're if you're going to school and you all tend to hang out after school anyway, then you know, McDonald's after school isn't isn't out of the realm of norm, right? Right. right. You might upgrade it to a Chipotle or something. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> you're going out, you're getting something to eat, you get the teddy bear, mm-hmm. maybe the flowers, and you're good. Yeah. I think that's that's fine. Your fifty get you that? Yeah. All right. I I think so. I, right. About thirty dollars for the flowers. You got the twenty dollars for their food. Mm-hmm. And I think that should be enough. I agree. Callers, what do you all think? Someone call in and tell us how much a sixteen year old should be spending on Valentine's Day. And are you the only person who should be spending? What do you mean? Oh, like the other yeah. person yeah what do you ex- are you expecting anything back maybe something like, like i don't know a note at least you know a note like the little things you used to get when you're <laughs> like I, at least you know like just something to to also show that you care for me you know like it's it's not like a one-way kind of thing all right so it should never be one way right mm-hmm. it should be a shared thing right so okay I'm with it. Let's see. Let, I hope someone can call in and give us some advice on this because uh, I'd be interested in hearing what you all have to say. Um, last week or last week was weekend was All Star Weekend. Um, Do you see any of it? You know, I saw the highlights of the dunk contest. Right, that was the, very, that guy was was yeah. putting this thing. He, down. he made the dunk contest fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, I saw some highlights of the game as well, mm-hmm. but you know. I don't like the All Star games these days. It's there's no defense. It's not as competitive as it used to be, and I feel like that has driven the views down, and it shows. Um, mm-hmm. The viewership has been has steadily gone down since the 2000s, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like that's due to a lack of competitive competitiveness in the All Star games. Um, it's not really going for winning anymore. It's going for highlights. It's just having fun kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is great. But back when the All Star MVP trophy meant something, mm-hmm. it feel like it felt like the All Star games were more competitive and more enjoyable to watch as a fan. I agree. I I think it's it's a lower level same issue as the NFL. Right? No mm-hmm. one wants to get hurt right. in an all in an exhibition game. So. No one's blocking pathways. You're getting free runs to the rim and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's mainly because no one wants to get hurt. Right. And everyone's just trying to preserve their health to make the stretch run into the playoffs. I can't blame them for it, but the product is terrible. Yeah, right? like the the score, I think it was like 181 to 176. No defense was being played at all. I'm, I'm waiting on them. Have they ever hit 200 in, a, in the All-Star game? I don't think so. Okay. A couple more years. Yeah. They'll I, get there. Yeah, I think um, Jokic, the center for the Nuggets, he he was on the record. He said he doesn't like playing an All Star game because he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. Right. Because if you play too much defense, you're being aggressive. If you don't play any defense, you're being boring. Right. It's, so it's 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 a weird situation the All Star game is in right now. Yeah, I, I really think they have to rethink this thing, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know what they're gonna do, but because to me. I enjoyed the celebrity game more. Yeah, me too. I I really did enjoy the Uh celebrity game more, a lot more than I did the All-Star game. Um, Speaking of the dunk contest, um, the dunk contest has been going down, or 
And so, like, this year, mm-hmm. I feel like this year has really shown that the dunk contest can be fun again. It's just, it takes the right, what's the word, uh, players mm-hmm. in the dunk contest. There's not a lot of star players in the dunk contest anymore. Like, it used to be, like, Jordan would be in the dunk contest. Now you would mm-hmm. be lucky if you saw John Morant enter the dunk contest mm-hmm. or something. Um, and he would kill it, right? Right, right. But I don't know what – it's just the lack of purpose, I guess, to the All-Star Weekend has really ruined it. Well, I think everything around the game is good, but it's just the game is, is just not mm-hmm. not a good product. I think um, the all the talk today was the, about the fact that the guy who won the contest isn't even in the NBA, really. You right, know? he's in the G League. Yeah, so it's like – so now we're putting a product out there that's not even our – it's part of our product, but right. it's not – It's not the topic. NBA All-Star break. It's right. the basketball All-Star break now. And who said someone – KD said – did KD say that? Uh, uh, I remember KD had said something against, against like the yeah. All-Star game. Uh-huh. It's just – No, you said, can we get some NBA players in this, in this right. thing? So it's interesting. I just think they need to take a year – to really, really push the NBA players to be in the All-Star game or, mm-hmm. like, the dunk contest or three-point contest. Give, like, incentives <laughs> or reasons for the, uh, for them to step up and mm-hmm. decide to join the dunk contest or join the three-point contest and stuff like that. Because, like, in the three-point contest this year, it was Julius Randle, and he's one of the worst three-point shooters, in my opinion. Right. Well, the three-point contest isn't as much of an issue but if you were making 30 million a year mm-hmm. i don't know what would you would you go to would you participate in a dunk contest if i'm making 30 million a year and i could risk injury i wouldn't you wouldn't do it yeah so, so that, they need to have something to incentivize them to do it you know what i mean how do you incentivize a 30 million dollar a year person i don't know maybe more money that's the only thing they could really do maybe like a a grand prize Let's let's ask Ghost to look up what the dunk contest winner wins. I, I wonder what they what their incentive is right now to to win the dunk contest. Yeah. Maybe it's I, I my estimate. What's your over under? Hundred thousand. I don't think they get any money for winning. I think they get something. Really? I think so. I thought they. I don't think they get. I thought they only got the trophy. Over a hundred thousand or under a hundred. The dunk contest winner gets a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand. Hit it on the head. <laughs> Boom. Hundred thousand. Runner-up gets $50,000. Runner-up, 50000 I feel like the best way they could get more. That's a nice little egg, though. Yeah, it's nice, but like you, you said, $30 million a year to $100,000 for maybe an injury. Uh-huh. You know, I don't see too many NBA players running that risk. So do you see them getting – do you think the leagues will eventually – except baseball. I think the baseball all-star game still – no one's really getting injured, and it's a good – for what it is, I think it's a good product. Mm-hmm. But for basketball and football, do you think they'll eventually get rid of these? I can see it happening um, because, like I said, viewership has gone down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, competitiveness has gone down a lot. I can definitely see maybe three or four years from now they decide to just shut down the All-Star Games in general mm-hmm. and just have it 82 games straight. Right. The reimagined NFL All-Star Game, Pro Bowl, um, Got mixed reviews from what I understand as well. So we'll see. Yeah. So how are you feeling about second half of the season? Luca, 
Kyrie. Man, just the league in general is looking crazy right now. Like, right before the All-Star break, I think there was, like, I think every team had the option to trade for something, and then no one traded it for anything the entire trade deadline until the last possible day mm-hmm. or, like, the last possible week. And then all these crazy big trades started coming out. Kyrie's and Ma- or Kyrie signed to the Mavs. Um, KD's and the, on the Suns. Yep. That's that, gonna that be team's going to be I, I feel like the Suns now, if they don't win a championship in the next couple of years, it's kind of it's going to be a disappointment, mm-hmm. especially for Chris Paul since he never got to win a ring. And they only have a couple of years left, so yeah. the window is closing. Very, I, yeah. They need to do it this year or they need to do it next year. Yeah, I agree. So. Um, but back to the Luka situation, um, I think it's going to be great. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, Kyrie could walk in this offseason because I think this is his last year. Mm-hmm. But if he does resign... I can see this team being on top of the West for the next two year, in the next two years or so. First of all, I I'm not sure that this is going to work out. Really? Yeah, we have to see some defense in this last half. I'm that is sure. true. The defense is is very confusing right. right now. And then secondly, I think there's no chance that he resigns with the Mavericks. Yeah, I feel like he might resign. So we to got one shot. If they win a championship, LA. maybe they either need to make. A championship or just a really deep playoff run, like yeah. Western Conference or Finals. See, I don't even think that'll keep him. Kyrie's yeah. a different dude, man. Kyrie, I feel like Kyrie would just go wherever he feels like he wants to go. And where so, do you think he wants to go? L.A., maybe New York. L.A., I think he wants to go to the Lakers. Yeah, I, he's going to go to some big market team. Right. Um, or just some team he can feel like he's going to compete with. Because I feel like at this stage in career, he's going back to cha- uh, chasing championships. Mm-hmm. He has how many? One? One. Just with the okay. Cavs. All right. No. Um, but, yeah, I, I think offensively-wise, this is a great combo. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll talk more about this right after a commercial break. Sounds good. Yeah, life, life is the only thing we need They need me to go, but I don't want to leave Rest in peace, little kid Pigeonhole, I'm a night out, it's a different mode I'ma have to make a pain of six on a pinky toe Heard you with a shooting guard, just let it know I would have your court side, not the middle row All good love in a minute though I can't stress about no cause I'm a timid soul Plus I'm cooking up ambition on the kitchen stove Pots start to bubble, see the suds, they good to go They on suave, but I can't get recold Bro, think he John Wayne, I bought them yellow stones Love the way they hang, babe The silicone, everybody fake now You could crack the code, bust down everything Set in rose gold, dread talking to you Like I'm J. Cole, I could tell that good Before I even know don't tell me that you model if you ain't been involved Gotta throw a party for my day ones They ain't in the studio, but they'll lay some Rest in peace to Drama King, we were straight stunned Y'all don't like the way I talk, say some Gotta throw a party for my day ones Pull up and you know it's us, the bass jumping Y'all don't like the way I talk, to say something Come on 
face. Got a dog party for my day ones. They ain't in the studio, but they'll lay some. Rest in peace, the drama king. We was straight stunned. If I let my 21 tell it, you a Welcome back. I'm Dr. Farmer. I'm Zach. Um, we're gonna let's let's talk a little bit about Paul. And we got Ghost in the background, by the way. We wanna wanna big up Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some politics because I actually haven't had this conversation with you. Okay. All right. So um, you're not old enough to vote yet. Right? Not yet. Um, have you gone to the polls with your parents at all? Uh, I remember I went once when I was younger, but I was like really young, so uh-huh. I don't really remember too well. All right. So how old are you now? Seventeen. All right. So next time you'll be able to vote yes, next sir. year after your next. When's your birthday? June. Okay. June sixteenth. Right. So I strongly recommend that you go with mm-hmm. your parents next time, even if you can't vote, just to kind of get a feel of the situation. Right. All right. But I also recommend that you start looking into um, political parties. Mm. In your perspective, my thing is, I think African-Americans are diverse people and we have diverse thoughts and, and perspectives. So I, I think you should take it all in and make a decision that's based on what's going to fit for you. Right. right? I, um, I've been doing that recently. And uh, politics are very diverse, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I find it like really crazy how you can find like two people on the complete opposite sides of the spectrum of like so far republican so far democrat and then they just like argue over like little stuff right um but at the same time i do believe politics are very important very important to our society especially especially as we live in a a democracy Mm -hmm. um the people the voices of the people are very much important and so voting is very much important and i feel like people are too focused on Republican versus Democrat when they're voting. And I feel like they should be more focused on the people that they're voting for. Right. Um, like this last election, I didn't really like either of the uh, people. That's how it has been in the past couple elections. 
um, both of the uh, what are they called the representative candidates, candidates. Mm-hmm. both of the candidates have always been iffy it's just who are you choosing the lesser of the two evils I guess mm-hmm. like in this last one I would rather have Biden as a president um, before that I would rather have Hillary Clinton before that obviously Obama mm-hmm. and you know the presidential uh, campaigns in the past have been more one-sided I feel mm-hmm. but nowadays it's been more anybody can win it right it's up to like the last second when when the votes come in it's, it, they've been some very close actually when you look back though the the bush hold on the remember uh al gore barely lost it's been barely. the, the it was elections like have been really close mm-hmm. in recent memory um so i, I think but mm-hmm. to your other point i think the important thing to remember is that no one's ever gonna check all your boxes right right so you use a good term for african-americans it's always been the lesser of two evils mm-hmm. um and that's just the re- I, I in reality i think that's the case for everybody though right no single candidate is going to check all of your individual boxes so mm-hmm. you have to figure out what you can live with and what you can't live with and make a decision based on that right, right. And, and then accept the fact that there are going to be some days when you go man this guy <laughs> or this lady yeah, uh, like with Biden, sometimes he does make some questionable decisions. Right, right. But at the same time, it's would you rather have Donald Trump in office? Me personally, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. Got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. that That's it, right? Uh, so I, I brought up the, the, the politics question or, or conversation because President Biden went to the Ukraine this week, right? That's one that. of the big news clips. I saw that. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's great that he's showing support to Ukraine, but at this point, it's kind of a little late. Um, and especially with as much stuff is going down in the United States as of recently with like the spy planes or spy balloons at least. And recently there was an explosion in Ohio, which we will talk about later. I feel like right now isn't the best place or best time to leave the United States. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I was I, well. He it was a planned trip to Europe anyway, so he needed to go and check on some relationships over there. Mm-hmm. I was totally surprised that he actually visited Ukraine because I that wasn't on the the list initially. So, um, and I can I, honestly, I'm not sure we should be giving them all this money. I don't like. I, yeah. I'm like when you start talking about hundreds of billions of dollars, where is this money coming from? And yeah. that's one of my issues with the Democratic Party. It's like we throw money around like we, do. we don't have to pay for this stuff. Yeah. And some, it's got to come from somewhere. Like I, I do like supporting countries when, when they need it. But right now with the whole Ukraine situation, when we're, spent, when we're sending billions of dollars, where is that money coming from? You know, We still owe so much money to China and all of these other places. So where are we getting this money from? And it's from us, obviously. So it's I'd rather be, see it used in something that can benefit us. You know what I mean? But can we can we afford to see Ukraine get like absorbed into yeah. Russia? Yeah, I don't think we can. I like at this point, Russia is trying to become a world power, and I feel like if we do let Ukraine fall. It's going to be a domino effect that's going to lead to more places falling to the, the lead of Russia. Yeah. But. Which which could be frightening, right? Mm. Okay. And same with these, like, the China spy balloons recently. 
like I don't understand. Have you, do you understand the situation from China's perspective? Because I'm I'm still kind of confused on that. I think we just don't know enough, have enough information. I think it's confusing purposefully mm-hmm. because no one like what are the balloons for? What is, what kind of data are they collecting? Mm-hmm. Um, how does that data help their national interests? How does it affect our national interests? Um, they're saying that they've shot some of our balloons down. So, it, you know, we probably got some stuff going yeah. on, too. So it's it's really it's really interesting. Yeah. And then, like, for China to get mad at us for shooting the balloon down, that was confusing. It's just this whole situation's a bit, just right. something's off. Right. It, it's just everyone's marking their territory. Mm-hmm. Hopefully nothing significant comes out of it other than, the fact that people got caught with their hand in a cookie jar. Everyone knows we're spying on each other. Right. It's, it's, it's a, how we do it in... It's been an arm race since the Cold War. Right. Right. And now they're talking about China, though, sending weapons to Russia to help with the Ukraine war. Oh, really? Yeah. So China's a, an official ally with Russia? Oh, or? yeah. yeah really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it Who? usually goes kind of China's soci- China-Russia socialist countries mm-hmm. and then america democratic so like north korea and stuff like that 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 whole north south korea thing is totally split down right. those those two things yeah isn't the korean war still technically going on because they never really signed a peace treaty for it <laughs> i guess so i know i've seen the video of the line and it's a very intense situation yeah it's just a that, stare that down 24 7 yeah um but other, all the other news um the massive explosion uh, was reported earlier today in a manufacturing plant, a metal manufacturing plant in Ohio. Um, the cause of the explosion still very uh, still unknown, but it's something most likely something that's inside the plant. There was mm-hmm. no like attack on the plant or anything. Mm-hmm. People are uh, some people are suspecting that it was a bomb mm-hmm. or like a planned attack, like a terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. And especially after like that train situation, right. I don't know if like something specifically is if there's somebody is specifically targeting Ohio. Ohio is catching it right now. Yeah. Uh, the when you look at the 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 train derailment and they're talking about all the chemicals from that, and now you have this Metal explosion. Yeah, that exploded. And the people in Ohio have like are immediately reported like how bad the air got. Like it is toxic over there huh. right now. Especially if, like, those of you that were, like, right near the manufacturing plant, they had to – they were evacuated, like, huh. very soon. And, and similar situation to the derailment, right? People were talking about their water health and all of that stuff. And, of course, the the people in charge say, there's nothing wrong with the water. Just, you know, be cool. Right. But, eh, I don't know. Um, and, they- by the way – the people in Michigan still are dealing with their water yeah, situation. Yeah, they've been dealing with that situation for, like, a better part of a decade now. Uh, I don't know why we can't just get funding over there. But we sent $100 billion, or like a billion dollars to Ukraine. It's very confusing. But, That's politics. Yeah. But uh, make sure to cre- keep the workers and their families in your prayers tonight. As 14, at least 14 people have been reported injured, injured with burns all over their body. Um. I hope they make it out safe. Nobody's been boarded dead yet, thank mm-hmm. God. So, yeah, keep everybody in their thought, your thoughts and prayers. Speaking of thoughts and prayers, um, President Carter 
Um, we forgot to mention him during our politics section right. session. Um, apparently, he's going into hospice. Uh, he was actually was he Ghost? Was he around seventy six? Carter? I, he was the first president that I really I remember Ford. And then Carter was six to eighty. Seventy six right Reagan. Right. So and you know the whole Iran embassy situation did him in, but. Um, I feel yeah. like out of like most of the presidents are kind of hard to respect in a way like Reagan. Mm-hmm. Um, they have done some shady things, but I feel like he's one of the presidents that I kind of can respect a lot. Jimmy Carter, mm-hmm. um, winner of a Nobel Peace Prize. He de- um, de-escalated a lot of situations that could have caused wars. Um, a very respectable person. And yeah. He aged well. He did. And that's, un, that's unusual for presidents, right? Mm-hmm. So he got better after he was out of office in terms of America liking him and caring about him. Mm-hmm. Whereas many presidents... After they get off, out of office, they it, turn on them. Or they forget about them, mm-hmm. right? Um, so um, that's the interesting thing about him for me is he aged well. Yeah. And, and so you we'll can see that happening with first. like a lot of presidents now, like just being forgotten. Mm-hmm. Like, um, when was the last time you heard anything with the Clintons, you know? Well, yeah. We're trying to forget them. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of hard to forget them, but, I mean, you haven't heard any big news recently. Yeah, yeah. I I think they're purposefully staying out of the limelight. Mm -hmm. For good, for good reasons. Yeah. So we'll keep President Carter in our prayers. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Not on the. Um, I think that's it for the um, for the politics and the. Uh, oh, the other. So you talked about explosions in Ohio. We forgot to talk about the meteor. Did you see the video? I didn't the, see the video. Mm-mm. So a meteor fell in southern Texas, down south of San Antonio. Was it like a big one or like a small one? It, like I don't know, but like it was big enough for people's ring cameras and stuff to show, like. To see the light and everything coming Whoa. in to cap- capture the sound. Whoa. It's interesting. Yeah. Right. So um, that's closer to home down in South Texas, mm-hmm. a, meteor, a meteor, apparently. I wonder, like, how many They're meteors. trying to find it now. They, they haven't been able to find it. but You haven't been able to find it? I think it would be pretty obvious, the meteor. Well, <laughs> it, it depends where it lands. Yeah. Because it's just some random place in Southern Texas. Yeah, like the desert desert type area okay well then yeah it's gonna be kind of hard to find that then yeah but i wonder how many meteors we have collected you know or do we do we always just wait for them to come and hit us (laughs) (laughs) because there was a there was a story about you know one coming close Mm -hmm. in recent memory um there's been a lot of stories of like asteroids that were like very close to hitting us nasa confirms 1000 pound meteor 1,000 pounds? Wow. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, right? Right, yeah. 1,000 pounds. And then, like, you always hear about stories about, like, how how close we were to get hit by asteroids or, you know, these huge space rocks and stuff. And it's like, obviously, we don't have any perspective of, of that. I want you to see this. I have no perspective of what? Of, like, how close we are to being hit by, like, a asteroid shower or a meteor shower and stuff like that. And if we did, would they tell us? Right. No, I don't think so. 
Wow. It had they gone so hard the birds got scared. Yeah. That, wow. He said it was a thousand pounds that they found. That they said a thousand pound meteor. They, I guess they estimated it based on the seismic intensity or whatever of the mm. of the crash. But yeah, you know, interesting yep. things. Things. What do you? What, what's your take on UFOs and all of that stuff? Um, I feel like aliens do exist. Yeah. All right, but, I'll get that answer after the commercial. Okay. Welcome, welcome. So, so you were telling me your thoughts on UFOs and Ghost over in the corner had had some some comments on that. He had an interesting question, so we definitely want to hear what Ghost has to say. Ghost, it, it has to be life outside of the planet that we're on. I believe so. Has to be. Yeah, I'm gonna say 100. percent Really? Yeah. I'm. I'm ninety nine percent. Cause, cause who's gonna who's gonna say that it's not when we haven't been there to see? <laughs> True. <laughs> so if I say yeah, it is, then it doesn't matter because nobody's gonna be able to go up there and <laughs> say no, it's not. <laughs> so I think so. They found water. They found um, other resources up there, but we've only been able to go so far. Right. So um, not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but I do think. It's a great possibility. I don't know, maybe a hundred percent is pushing it, but it's a great possibility. You have stuff falling out the sky, and you may have somebody up there doing more than having it fall out the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well, my philosophy is I don't really want to know. <laughs> Based on our um, the what we think is up there and what we think will happen, all yeah. these shows and stuff. I'm cool with what we have right now. Right. I think um, there there is life outside of Earth, but like you said, I really hope they don't show up. <laughs> um, I'm better off not knowing. Right. I think because there's just a chance that they could be hostile. There's a chance that they could be peaceful, but I feel like there's a bigger chance that they're going to be hostile. You know what I mean? It's like Independence Day, though. I mean, every every movie you see outside of Mork. And Mindy, like most, they they just plant aliens to be bad people. So what if they got here and they were like real cool? But what if they're just like us? You know, when we found a new place, you know, right? It's like over. they could come and and be like rappers. You know, <laughs> like they have the new music. <laughs> <laughs> what what was that? The the one in the late seventies, uh, in Close Encounter of a Third Kind yeah. or whatever. They, it was dun, 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 dun. it was the new music yeah so i mean you never know it might be like a, the dude. new jay-z <laughs> might be up there <laughs> from planet nine yeah <laughs> I, I, i'm good i'm good i, I don't i don't want to know spaceship have the, the latest rims you know <laughs> you never know like for real maybe they are just like that yeah, they, I would hope so. They could be cool. Like everybody thinking that the aliens are bad. Like they could be some cool people. It's it's hard to imagine something worse than what we are. I right. mean, we have a planet that that we are literally tearing apart. That's going to force us to have to go somewhere else, and we won't stop. Yeah. So, 
I mean, I hope that's a good us. point. I hope they're just better than I us. I hope they're better than us. So now we're just orbiting the, the edge of the uh, planet uh, with the blue orbit and um, uh, Elon Musk and all those mm-hmm. guys. Eventually, they're going to keep going and going mm-hmm. until they actually are able to stay there for a while. Right. So as they stay there, uh, you never know. It, it may be less stressful on the body you you may be able to cure some diseases different things like that that may be on another planet um so it could it could possibly be uh the next 30 years or so that you actually have somebody stand more than that just first orbit you might have them stand a couple of days because they've already had people that the rocket people uh russian people they've lived on space and mm-hmm. so on but a whole different planet, you know, it's, it's yet to be seen. But I, I think it's a possibility, especially with all the technology. The biggest piece would probably be if all the countries came together and just put their smartest people in a room and say, hey, we need to go to space. Let's stop fighting each other to see who gets there first and, and do whatever first. Let's go there, send our smartest people, and see if this place can be you know, inhabit it, you know. So I, I think it's a, a great possibility in the next 30 years that what you know today as far as driving around, people are flying around. It's And I don't know if you all remember, former, you probably remember the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at the Jetsons. They were talking on TV and all of that. Right. You know, we we're growing up 30-some, 40-some years ago. But now look at that's the common thing, FaceTime and all of that. So as we continue to progress you're gonna see that stuff so uh, hey I'm, I'm ready to meet my first alien uh, i'll learn uh, the language is gonna be <laughs> no thank you <laughs> they, the language may be a little different but you know, <laughs> yeah, figure out a way to communicate yeah i mean just look at how far we've come in like the past 100 years imagine how far we could come in the next 100 years right especially if we did meet aliens but right that's assuming that we do meet them. Hope yeah. That'd probably be the only person that uh, have an alien team. That'd probably be the only person that can stop Patrick Mahomes right now. <laughs> <laughs> an alien defense. With, with lots of arms. Yeah. <laughs> would we, would, would, um, like the NFL allow aliens, you think? Oh, this is going to make money. Yeah. <laughs> I have all kind of alien commercials and everything. Yeah. That's all they want to do is money. So. So the the other thing we actually forgot to talk about is the earthquake in Turkey. Mm-hmm. How many people ghosts did you say died? Uh, right about four forty four thousand. I was trying to forty four thousand eight hundred forty four as of nine hours ago. The latest update six point four uh, on the magnitude. So that's pretty deep. And they were finding people like five, six days out. They were still pulling people out of, out of the rubble. I mean, that was impressive. I don't know how that was happening because yeah. usually um, they found a few people in other earthquakes, but they seem to be, be finding like more than usual. Yeah, isn't 6.3 like a huge outlier on the scale? Usually we get it's, around like it's, fours. It's right? a big, that's a big earthquake. Yeah, five on up is, is major. Um but this was 6.4, so that's that's a big one. That's Yeah, that's a huge outlier. That's pretty much a whole city, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. But even though it was Syria and Turkey, parts of both countries, that's pretty much a whole city. So you can imagine um, what's a smaller city out here, somewhere like here, actually, Bedford or Hearst, mm-hmm. just a whole city being gone. Hmm. 
and just just like that with earthquake. Never experienced. Have you guys experienced an earthquake or? No, uh, actually, my younger sister lives in San Francisco, and I joke with her all the time that uh, she needs to get out of there. But <laughs> I thankfully have not. She has actually a couple, um, and you know the small ones. They just they would terrify us because we've never had it, but they kind of shake those off really? and, and keep it moving. Yeah, I mean, I feel like after a while, especially if you get up consistent earthquakes, you're just going to get used to it. It's something about the ground moving underneath, <laughs> underneath you that it seems like it would be very difficult to get used to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, I've experienced some tornadoes, but, I, you know, earthquake. I mean, moving. think about, like, the people in Florida. Like, some, they'll see the hurricanes coming and they'll just stay. You know? Oh, that, yeah, they're used to it. I feel like it's just those those weird people that are just like, I'll just stay, you know? Yeah. So, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> if if I have the, the means, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have opportunity to leave. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think what the people with New Orleans were saying, uh, what was that, 05, with Katrina in particular, they were saying that, oh, yeah, this we've got warnings for the last 50 years. Right. And then you go back and look, it was – uh, in the early 1900s where it actually was the big one. But you go all the way from 1900s to 2005. So now you can kind of see why they they don't get alarmed. Mm-hmm. But this one actually was the big one. Mm-hmm. So as this one was the big one, now you got all these people that, okay, we weren't going anywhere, we weren't going anywhere. But now we're, you know, we're in this predicament we haven't prepared. So I guess the thing is, is to say, hey, if I'm not going to get scared every time something happens, at least how can I prepare if it does happen and mm-hmm. I do stay? Because you can't, and I, and I I look at it like that too, you can't just really run every time somebody says, so, like if, if Texas is Tornado Alley, right? Right. If you think a tornado is going to come every time and blow off your roof, right? You 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 can't really live like that. Right. So I can see I can see how they they would say, well, I'm not going to get up and leave every time. You know, they think it's the big one. So you just have to be prepared, and um, you just got to do your research. You know. Yeah, do your research. Be prepared. Have have food like I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat on the fly all the time like me. Have something stored up, and you know. But yeah. like, what about what about places in like Asia where they get like crazy tsunamis you know that tsunami that i don't know what year that was that, was that it, it, but that was it was in the 2000s though it was, yeah it, i don't remember the year but i know what 10, you're talking 15 about years ago where they said the animals were running off the beach yeah and like whenever you see animals running that means you need to go yeah <laughs> but everyone was kind of still chilling and then the water came and it just just wiped everything yeah, out. Yeah, I remember. I remember we had to like watch a documentary about it in seventh, eighth grade, and it was just like, it was a shell shock because you know you never really see water go that high, right, right, and for it to just like pretty much take over an entire city, right, of just water. If you weren't on the second or third floor, because it is not only is it water, but all the debris in the water. And even if water. you are on the second or third floor, support might go out. Yeah, so that was that was a, scary. That, yeah, that was a hor- horrifying situation. So that's a good uh, segue because in New Mexico, it's going to be 150. Uh, they call them feral cow. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. They're going to be shot by air fare. I mean air. Um, 
they're going to shoot them from in in the sky. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be in planes or whatever, and they're going to kill all these because they're saying that they've been rambling everywhere across the forest. They've been tearing up um, people's land and, and doing different things. So, of course, the biggest thing is uh, the humanity side of that. Uh, killing these 150 cattle. So apparently, how they got there is in the 70s. Somebody just abandoned them, and mm-hmm. they've been, of course, you know, they've, they've been mating ever since. But they don't belong to anybody. Mm-hmm. So every cow that doesn't have a brand or a tag on their ear, they're gonna shoot them from the air, mm-hmm. airstrikes. And they're telling the people starting this Thursday. They're telling everybody to stay away from that um, that area. And it's in New Mexico, the the Gillo Wilderness. So when you have that. What what do you think? Like, because they're just gonna leave them there to dis to decompose or whatever. They're not gonna yeah. pick them up or anything. They're just gonna leave them there, and over the time, you know, other people, I mean, other animals are gonna come eat mm-hmm. them or whatever. So, like, is that humane to do it that way, or is it another way y'all think it, that could have happened? I feel like it's a bad idea for multiple reasons. Um, it's gonna mess up the the ecosystem. Obviously, I mean, they're a chain in the ecosystem somebody hunts them or they hunt something you know so somewhere along the line that's going to lead to animals starving and then the animals that eat that animal is going to starve and it's going to just lead down this big domino effect and for the uh, human uh, aspect uh, yeah just shooting a bunch of animals and then just leaving them there you know it's kind of that is pretty inhumane but at the same time, we do have, like, factories where we mass-produce animals just to kill them. Mm-hmm. And nobody really ever bats an eye at that. So, at, it's kind of... I kind of understand understand it if the ends justify the means, you know. But I don't know if the ends will justify the means. Don't we have a similar issue, not to that degree, but with uh, wild pigs in Texas, like in southern Texas? I think Texas. the wild boar. Yeah, the wild yeah. boars. They, and, yeah. and they do the same thing, right? They go up in helicopters and shoot them, mm-hmm. and they don't, there's no law against it or anything because we need to kind of limit them. There was actually a war in Australia against emus, like a full-out war. Like, um, you were paid money to go out and hunt emus, and uh a bunch of people went to australia and like scavenged uh, scoured the land just to kill emus and obviously it didn't work um we actually they actually lost the war against the emus and because the emus are very aggressive animals if and they have very good crowd tactics i guess like when the people would try to shoot at them they would just zigzag away and sometimes they would attack like back and because they're so fast you can't really outrun them so eventually australia just kind of gave up on its war against uh, emus Wow. Interesting fact. That yeah. sounds like a couple of my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so apparently the feral cattle is the one that, with no brands, ear tags, or any sense of uh, uh, signs of ownership. So what, what what the owners were mad of the ones that do have branded cattle, they still get loose. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there shooting ones, I, I can guarantee you they're not just going to be looking for brands right, or right. whatever. They're just going to shoot whoever's in that area so if you're because cows cattle leave all the time right mm-hmm. they jump fences they break fences but some of them are branded and they belong to different farmers so that's where it's a legal issue for them like hey my cows get out get away all the time mm-hmm. so this is gonna be the one time that right. you know you, you gotta go get them up before gather them up before thursday or they're gonna get shot right. they, yeah, i'm guaranteeing you they're not in helicopter looking to see who has a brand or ear track. They're just going to start shooting any ones they see. 
And that's expensive to the owners, for right, sure. Right, right. Yeah, you yeah. can't really afford to let your cows get loose. Right. No. You have to go. You better get them before Thursday if you're in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere there's, anywhere close to the Gila National Forest, you better grab your cows. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see. But, yeah, they, 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 they were, like, the Australian government were supplying ammo, ammunition and, like, cars and everything just to get rid of the emu. Cause that they, is, they that had, like, is. a huge emu problem. So is that the thing were, on that commercial, yeah. Liberty commercial? Like an ostrich. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, one. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's the difference between an emu and an ostrich? I think it's just where they are. Ah, I think location. most emus are in uh, Australia, Australia. And then ostriches are just around. Because I'm pretty sure there's some ostriches in Africa, aren't there? Right. I think. I think. That's where they're mostly yeah. are, uh-huh. I think. But, yeah, I think it's just location-wise. Huh. Okay. The big birds that will yeah. do you dirty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that our show, gentlemen? I think so. That's it for today. All right. Well, we, we look forward to you all coming back next week. Um, we hope to get some calls in. We'll have another question of the week next week that we'll give to you all. It'll be something related to the life of adolescence and how to navigate this tricky thing called life. Okay. At the age of 15 to 18. Yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, y'all have a great night. See you next week. <laughs>